listening to The Lore Horse, a show about equine history, one horse at a time. I'm Lauren. I'm Tyler. And I'm Jimmy. This show isn't for foals or actual horse experts, because we don't know horse shit. I would love to tell you both about Bucephalus. My doctor said not to worry about that. (laughs) He said it would go away. (laughs) If your Bucephalus doesn't clear up within four to six weeks, give me a call. But otherwise, should be fine. Um, Possibly Bucephalus. I I honestly have a hard time reading these pronunciation things. Bucephalus. I can never read pronunciation guides. Well, also it's Greek, so. It's all Greek to me. Bucephalus, uh, which comes... (laughs) Gary Busey. The horse. The horse. There's probably is a horse named Gary Busey. Um, Bucephalus comes from the Greek words for ox and head. uh, And it was named that because it had an ox head symbol brand on it. But Bucephalus was the horse. How's that? That's mean. Well, you know, they do these things to horses. Um, Bucephalus was a horse, obviously, uh, from... 355 BC till about 326 BC, depending on who you are listening to. Uh, and he was the horse of Alexander the Great. This horse has been dead for a long time. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this horse is not coming after us with any copyright claims, I feel safe to say. Um, wow, this horse predates this Christ. <laughs> this horse Let's talk to is you about older this than dead God. horse. <laughs> Uh, yeah, thanks for really bringing up the mood of this no, podcast. Okay, okay. Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> Bucephalus is arguably the most famous horse of antiquity. I'm starting this off with a bang, if nothing else. Ancient accounts, and I'm just reading off Wikipedia at this point. Ancient accounts state that Bucephalus died after the Battle of Hadaspis in 326 BC in what is now the modern Punjab province of Pakistan and is buried. And this is actually up for debate, and I want to bring this up in a second. Buried under a uh, uh, Jalalpur sheriff outside, uh, I'm going to get this wrong, Jalam, I think is how you say it, in Punjab, Pakistan. Um, another account, and this is why it's up for debate, states that Bucephalus is buried in Falia, a town in Pakistan's Mandi Bahadan region, or, or district rather, uh, in Punjab province. I'm never really sure how to pronounce the double Ds in Bahadan. I'm so sorry. Um, but the original name for Falia was, uh, let me scroll down <laughs> to, uh, where did he name the town? Bucephala. The, the original name of the town was Bucephala because Alexander the Grace, the Grace, the Great, his Grace, Alexander the Great, loved this horse so goddamn much that he named a town after it after the horse died. Imagine being in a town that's just named Seabiscuit. Right. That's what we're saying here. Imagine growing up in Seabiscuit, Kentucky <laughs> because of a, a, just this amazing horse. Um, guy loved his horse. The okay. guy loved his horse. And what happened was, and this is in the Wikipedia article under, under the title Taming of Bucephalus, which is Whoa. one of my favorite Greek tragedies um, <laughs> or comedies. Who knows? It's the subtitle of my memoir. <laughs> That's my new band uh, name. There it is. Ooh, that'd be good. Uh, Bucephalus- we are taming of Bucephalus. <laughs> Bucephalus is described as a massive creature with a massive head, which is <laughs> which is the first line on my resume. Weirdly enough, 
uh, Bucephalus is described as having a black coat. It's funny because you actually do have a big head. I do. I do. The doctors <laughs> had to. Anyway, it's fine. Uh, Bucephalus is described as having a black coat with a large white star on his brow. He is also supposed to have had a walleye, and his breeding was that of quote the best Thessalon strain. Uh, Plutarch says in 344 BC, at 12 or 13 years of age, Alexander of Macedonia, Alexander the Great, won the horse by making a bet with his father. Uh, a horse dealer named uh, Philonicus the Thessalian uh, offered Bucephalus to King Philip II for the remarkably high sum of 13 talents, which is about three times the going rate for even like a good horse at that time. But no one could tame Bucephalus. Bucephalus is just this wild creature that Philonicus just like happened to have just enough handle on to be able to try to sell him. So who can so, tame this magnificent beast? I can't. <laughs> I'm gonna sell well, it. And that's that's how Philonicus should have pitched it. But I, I don't know. He wasn't a good enough salesman because Philip II was ready to turn Bucephalus down. But Alexander saw Bucephalus and was like, "Fuck yeah, that's my horse, bro." I'm going to tame that motherfucking horse. And he bet his father, if I can't tame that horse, I will pay you 13 talents. So I, I'm, I'll pay I'll pay for the horse if I can't tame it. But otherwise, it's mine. I feel like this is actually the plot of like every horse movie. They're like, oh, that horse can't be tamed. This is this is no joke. This is the inspiration. Black Beauty, for, too. This is Black Beauty, yeah. Man from Snowy River. <laughs> this is all the horse movie inspirations in yeah one there's something story. about taming an untamable horse you, you approach the horse from across the paddock and you're like you've seen things haven't you you've had a rough <laughs> life i have too i can see it in your eyes <laughs> uh uh so alexander obviously did tame bucephalus uh the the article here says he spoke soothingly to the horse because everybody else is just shouting at it i guess uh and and this was actually pretty smart he turned the horse to the sun so that it can no longer see its own shadow. Because like Punxsutawney Phil, that was the source of its distress. <laughs> Tyler, God, this what is ridiculous. It's <laughs> a fucking dumb dumbass horse. <laughs> it's like famous horse is like scared of its own shadow, literally. No. And it's like, oh shit, you what sure is that? You, you oh, sure you want that horse? I'm here's, scared. Here's... I'm horribly scared of this thing. Now to look 90 degrees to my left. Oh, I'm fine now. <laughs> and now here's here's another one of my favorite things about this story is the other thing that he did to tame Bucephalus was he dropped his cloak, which was fluttering in the wind, causing Bucephalus to get a little jumpy. Now, that's all well and good, but most of the paintings you see of Alexander with Bucephalus, dude's only wearing a cloak. So he's just going commando up in this horse, I guess. Well, it's Greek. It's very Greek. Uh, Plutarch says the incident. I feel like that would cause some very bad chafing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Itchy. Uh, Plutarch says that the incident so impressed Philip that he told the boy, "Oh, my son, look thee out a kingdom great, or pardon me, look thee out a kingdom equal to and worthy of thyself, for Macedonia is too little for thee." Basically, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, yeah, like, like, pack your bags and and get out. Uh, and also, a lot of people attribute this moment to this is when Alexander truly became Alexander the Great because it's when he set his sights on sort of creating an empire. Because he sun blinded a horse. <laughs> because he sun blinded hey, a horse and got all up there, you know, greasy and naked. My son, you were good at taming this horse. Therefore, you should try and conquer another city state. <laughs> 
there's a there's a version of the story in the Alexander romance, which is sort of the the Ur text or the myth of of Alexander, uh, and it, it presents like a weirdly magical variant of Bucephalus's origin. Uh, the, the article continues in this tale, the cult whose heroic attributes surpassed even those of Pegasus is bred and presented to Philip on his own estates. The so mythic, it could yep. fly. That's kind of how it reads. Yeah. Um, the, the mythic attributes of the animal are further reinforced in the romance by the Delphic Oracle who tells Philip that the destined king of the world will be the one who rides Bucephalus, a horse of the mark of the ox's head on his haunch. Did you know I've been to the Oracle of Delphi? Like the person, like or the you've place, been to Delphi? The place. Well, the place where the oracle sat and did the gotcha, readings. Gotcha, gotcha. I, I was going to say, if, if you've been to the person, you've been had. <laughs> <laughs> did you have it. any mystic visions? Uh, I did not, although actually uh, my name is related to that too, because the, it was... Loracle. Yes, yep, thank you. Um, because the Oracle of Delphi was just getting high on laurel leaves, which are mildly hallucinogenic. <laughs> so she was just chewing. Oh. Yeah. Well, clearly, all- you needed to take that extra step while you were there. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. get clearly. Just trip balls and see the future. Man, ancient Greece sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awesome, right? Let's all go get some flying horses. Um, so there, there's a lot. But you know what's here. better than flying horses? Horses that are scared of their own shadow, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's a, there's a lot of other stuff in here that I'm I'm not going to get to just for time's sake. But it, it goes on under uh, there, there's a section in the Wikipedia article under Alexander and Bucephalus where it says the legend of Bucephalus grew in association with that of Alexander, beginning with the fiction that they were born simultaneously. So as Alexander became more famous, obviously Twinsies. conquering countries. <laughs> people are like oh he and his horse are so uh entwined that they must have been born at the same time uh some later versions That's an old ass horse <laughs> some later versions of the alexander romance also synchronized the hour of their death so according to these myths not only were they born at the same time they died at the same time uh the pair wait. F- what yep wait Maybe Alexander was the horse. <gasps> Whoa! Pff, mind blown. Bucephalus was the true great one this whole time. <laughs> uh, the 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 sort of pairing here of Bucephalus and Alexander became so well known that there was sort of this like cult almost centered around them, uh, and it became an obsession. <laughs> That's a secret. With... It wasn't Alexander the Great and his horse. Alexander the Great was just a centaur this whole time. And <laughs> oh, he, there he it just is. tried to like play it off as like a guy riding around on his horse all the time. I can totally like, get off this horse. horse head. <laughs> like, I can dismount at any time. <laughs> like one of those Halloween costumes exactly. where he has like fake legs <laughs> dangling off <laughs> the back of the horse. <laughs> Uh, but it's because of Bucephalus uh, that uh, since then Greek and Roman rulers all kind of had to have a famous or not a famous horse, but a favorite horse. Uh, so Julius Caesar had one. Caligula famously had a horse uh, that he loved so much that he held birthdays party birthday parties for him. Uh, I think that horse was a member of the Senate at one point. Well, too. We hold birthday well, parties for our dogs. So. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, it's not that weird. And obviously, like like we've said, this is sort of inspired basically every horse story in movies. There are so many references to the name Bucephalus in movies. There's a whole separate section for it. Um, the Black Stallion, 
includes this story, uh, The Adventures of Baron uh, von Munchausen, Baron Munchausen's horse's name, Bucephalus. Uh, Jimmy, your favorite French New Wave film, The 400 Blows. There's a toy horse named Bucephalus. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Sorry. There's a 1994 Doctor Who novel called The Crystal Bucephalus. <laughs> the Crystal Bucephalus is the other drug you're doing while visiting. <laughs> yeah. I'm scrolling uh, further yeah. down the page here. What's more interesting to me is that in Warhammer 40K, Bucephalus is the name of the god emperor of mankind's flagship. Hell yeah, dog. <laughs> is that uh, ship Scarvitz yeah. Shadow? Mm, famously. <laughs> That's why it's in space. That's why it's in space. <laughs> so it can't get close to any like, large land. body. Right, Everyone on right. board looks out the window and is like, oh shit. <laughs> what is that? So Bucephalus, uh, arguably the most famous horse in history. I'm really glad to start off the show with it. Anytime you see a painting or a statue of Alexander the Great with a horse, really any horse, it's going to be Bucephalus. Um, it's going to be Busey boy. <laughs> Gary Busey the horse. Thank you for listening to The Lore Horse. You can find us online at lore.horse, an actual website, or on Twitter at The Lore Horse. But uh, please... Don't add us. <laughs> <laughs>